0: It's called Embrace Yourself, Introduce Yourself, now would you? This is Laura Laura, and Sunil, and here's the fucking deal. You
1: should know that we're not trained experts on the things we say about.
0: You're here, and I'm here.
1: I was in the waiting room, and now I'm here.
0: How is the waiting room? Is it nice?
1: It's, you know, it's really Spartan
0: yeah like Most
1: a lot of white
0: like a lot of msu fans there
1: yeah yeah it's very very clear you're a fan
0: yeah spartan goes <laughs> go go green is what i say always you go spartan
1: warriors
0: yeah you know what <laughs> i don't know anything about fucking no, college football. my sister went to 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 the go green school i think she's she likes it whatever that's cool how's how's it going, Laura? How are you doing?
1: I am dealing as best i can at yeah, this
0: time. I was just actually <laughs> I was just reading some of the the research materials that you sent me,
1: oh yeah, for this
0: episode. Um, it's hard to read a little bit, you know it's uh sort they're talking about hitting the the six month wall in mm-hmm. uh uh the quarantine. And that's true, that's happening. And I, I don't know necessarily if my, my, my particular issues have to do with it being six months or just like this confluence of nuts happening. Mostly Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying. Like yeah. really yeah. fucked me up. And it was also right around the six month mark for the quarantine too.
1: Exactly. I think it's a confluence of both things. Mm -hmm. This amount of time where there's been so much ambiguity and none of it like really shining or hopeful. Mm -hmm. And then shit happening on top of shit happening. Like no matter what, like, it's not like you can get a break. I mean, Christ, even if just COVID was going on, it would be horrifying considering what's happening. So it's just all a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the the whole covid thing does seem to be the angle that a lot of a lot of the articles take and like um <clears throat> that's kind of what they're they're not like, oh, also the world is falling apart, but yeah, it's covid. It's covid. Are you just like are you just uh fatigued from Zoom calls or right, I, saw, no. I saw a funny I saw a funny like it was on medium.com, but it was like, yeah, it is all of those things that all of these people are listing. It is that you have Zoom fatigue and that you're antsy and you can't go out and you're getting used to the new normal, but then also like your entire your government is falling apart at yep. the same time and that is just spiraling out of control with yep. with no real uh so I don't think people like it when I say shit like this but I think like America is over.
1: Yeah, I mean I think it's fair to say that right now if you were to just take USA out of a description of what's happening in our country you yeah. would say oh that's a failed state. Yes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, it would be yeah. any it would be any yeah exactly like if you if it was any african country or anything you'd be like oh of course and i didn't i didn't mean to i did actually because i've been listening to a lot have you heard of zamrock
1: Mm, no but you've been posting some weird videos and i think that's what you're talking about yeah so zamrock
0: (laughs) is this yeah so in zambia in the set this just episode is all over the place i got like pages of notes that are so not relevant to what we were going to talk about but like hey
1: let's, go for it, let's just
0: go with it um yeah so zambia had a uh they were under british rule up until like the mid 70s or early 70s or so and then they got independence they declared independence they had a mm-hmm. very like progressive first president um who sort of wanted to modernize zambian society um and a bunch of people just started bands that were of the modern sound of the seventies. So it's just these, like, it's very, um, it's cool to me, but it's so like visually dissonant because you're seeing like these African dudes just playing like they're like at, you know, I don't know what Altamont or some shit. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what, you know, they're playing like just heavy riffs and it's cool as hell. But, um, the reason that it's interesting to me is it's like the music of a, um, cause all of that stopped. They stopped doing the music um, uh, like five years in because they were so progressive that they started taking in refugees from failed states around Zambia. And as retaliation, those nations bombed Zambia's power stations.
1: Great.
0: So it kind of sent them into like a crazy long uh, depression, like just sort of a, a financial and just uh, oppressive re- uh, depression. Um, so the music, that was what the Zambian music stuff, but it's just interesting. So I'm, I'm listening to that and I'm reading um, um,
1: uh,
0: Octavia Butler.
1: The name's familiar.
0: She is a, I don't know a ton about her, but she's a black woman, sci-fi author. But the sci-fi book that I'm reading, it's The Sower of the Parables. It's like a very, um, I think maybe when it was written, it wasn't as plausible. But like now it's, it's kind of like, it's this family on the West Coast, um, shit's on fire. Everybody's like living in... um, walled off compounds with only people that they trust um they're foraging like acorns and things um it costs money to get the police involved and so there's this whole set of society that like lives outside of the walls and outside of the law Mm -hmm. essentially it's very fascinating but it's like not that far-fetched you know yeah
1: Yeah.
0: which is it's it's what i like about it because i don't really like fiction that much it's like maybe it's like my first foray into reading fiction in a long time but um it's also really scary because <laughs> because it's so plausible
1: i'm trying to think of i just started reading a book which i kind of put down and it's for the same reason so right now i can't remember the name of it so i'm trying to like look. oh for it I'm, I'm
0: very interested because i'll probably start reading it and stop because it's too plausible and scary
1: how old of a lady I am. I'm like, let me grab my phone. I don't know how to find it. I'm like, <laughs> that's literally that's, what I'm doing.
0: That's like young lady. Like, I don't get PCs. I need my tablet phone.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. It's my progressive technical It's how, phone.
0: It's how young you are and good at tech you are.
1: Ah, The Plot Against America. Okay. By, by Philip Roth. Okay. It's basically a reimagining of if uh was it franklin roosevelt yeah and so uh if his yeah. opponent if his opponent was um lindbergh
0: charles lindbergh the pilot yes,
1: who yes who was like a total like nazi sympathizer oh he so imagines the that period of time as what if charles lindbergh this right-wing nazi sympathizer won the united states presidency
0: that's interesting
1: yeah and was
0: that even a thing that might have happened was there somebody against FDR that fit that mold maybe or
1: I'm sure know. probably yeah. and my guess I mean I don't think that the things they're saying about Charles Lindbergh in this book are that far off how he really was based on what I do know about him historically I mean he, he was a Nazi sympathizer <laughs> to the best of my knowledge
0: oh no shit yeah so I mean um, like what made you pick that one up did someone say like oh this is a weird retelling of The new deal not happening and okay no
1: honestly it's because i have been having so many like like i'll be i'll have motivation for like five minutes and then Mm -hmm. i'll be like oh i can't do anything what the hell i was even thinking about like i just have been really scattered and had a hard time focusing and just so i've been like i really want to find an engrossing book to listen to yeah now I really prefer reading books. And so, what I need to do is go to the eyeglass place and have them fit me for glasses. You're so because you're so young, of
0: of- your eyes don't read yet.
1: Yes. And yeah. because of all this COVID stuff, I just like, I'm not going. And so, I need audiobooks right now because it hurts my eyes to read. Yeah. Hold the book really far away from myself. <laughs> like, it's insane. I'm like, <laughs> I recognize I need glasses. It's not like I'm blind to that fact. Ha ha. <laughs> jokes.
0: You're not like.
1: Yeah not
0: me you're not like my my mom where she's like oh i'm i'm doesn't want to be seen wearing glasses because she's so vain (laughs) it's just like you're you're old and blind you can't read get glasses come on right
1: yes that's exactly what it is but at any rate i was looking through audiobooks and that one was available for free and it had a swastika on the front and I was like, hmm, this is interesting. I'd only ever read one Philip Roth book before. Yeah. So I knew enough about him to know that it wasn't going to be some kind of like, I love Mein Kampf, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I also had heard of the book before because it's a classic. Oh. And it was available for free for uh, an audiobook. So I was like, all right, I'll start listening to this. Yeah. And when I started listening to it, at first I thought it was a biography. Because it's kind of told from the point of view of like a young oh. Jewish American kid. And so I was like, oh, maybe this is a nonfiction piece. And then he started talking about the election and I was like, wait a minute. So it's, it's similar to what you're saying. Yeah. But I found it to be something I needed to set aside for now.
0: Yeah. Well, That's interesting because it's in the past. So that was like a, what, 1940, 1932, something like that. Something
1: like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this, my book is in the year 2025. So it's actually five years from now where, where everything has gone to hell completely, and that trajectory like so we're lucky that f d r won that election, yes, right? it was nineteen forty that's nineteen forty okay, <laughs> yeah, um, this book, and my friend Megan recommended it, and I read it because I was like, I don't really like fantastical stories, but i this seems kind of real and maybe will make me feel better about society falling apart or something like that. Um, And it does a little bit. It's a bit comforting. It's like, okay, Okay. Okay. you can still survive um, in a walled city with people that you trust.
1: What was the name of the author again?
0: Uh, Octavia Butler.
1: I'm going to look her up on my little audiobooks machine.
0: So you have like a separate machine for that?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. right next to my teleprompter that's uh, neat
0: that's cool if you can't see this to the listener laura is like surrounded by electronic equipment just like walls love it lots of like printouts ticker tape coming out of places a lot of flashing lights
1: a few different synthesizers
0: oh yeah yeah yeah
1: i just can't uh, i just love it a light so anyway
0: (laughs) so yeah just i've just been surrounding myself with the art of um crumbling civilizations
1: say the name of the book again
0: parable of the sowers s-o-w-e-r-s
1: the first one that shows up then
0: yeah i think it's her most popular series it's a series and i don't know if i'll get to the second one i'm pretty slow at reading i gotta like go back and reread um, especially lately, I'm very distracted. It's tough to.
1: Yes. I could
0: read a I could read a couple pages and be like, "What the fuck just happened? I don't yep. know. I yep. gotta go That's back." That's
1: the other reason why I'm like, I need something really engrossing, because, yeah. and I I mean, I do listen to the news and stuff, and often I'm like, I need to listen to less of this because it is not helping. I've been actually listening to the complete works of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Sherlock Holmes
0: wow because
1: it was another thing that was available for free on my audiobook thing and I was like I've never read Sherlock Holmes yeah like why not like you know just give it a shot plus it was like 60 hours and so I was somewhat intrigued so I was like I could get lost in this perhaps for a very long time and then Stephen Fry is the one who reads it and he's a British actor and he just does a really good job I love him Yeah, so it's really interesting and really well done, but there have been a couple stories where I've been like, oh, for fuck's sake, I should have thought about that there'd be some racist shit in here. Oh, yeah, sure. And it's not like malicious, where they're talking about like, these people who are different from us are horrible, but I mean, things that just make you go like, oh, no, 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 you can't say that about people from... Yeah, or whatever oh and so right sure that, like, yeah you know, yeah yeah
0: yeah it's like definitely 1800s british yes. writing so it's, yeah exactly you gotta you gotta but the part
1: i do like is that the detectives are all like fucking conceited hot air balloon assholes who think they know everything and sherlock holmes clearly mm-hmm. thinks they're dickheads and so i'm like okay fight the power i like that a little bit yeah Clearly, this Watson character is in love with Sherlock Holmes. Like, why else would he be doing this? So, I don't know. Is Watson now explain
0: this to me about Watson? Watson's just like his assistant?
1: Well, really, the way they met is that Watson got injured in the war. He was a doctor in Afghanistan. And he was looking for a place to live, didn't have a lot of money, and was like, woe is me. I wish I knew somebody who was also looking for a place to live and needed a roommate and said so to somebody he knew. And that person said, I have a fellow you should meet and introduced him to Sherlock Holmes, who was also looking for a roommate. So that's how they met, which is so weird. And then within no time, Watson is just like, I'm going to start writing about the adventures of sherlock holmes he's so fascinating
0: okay so, so- watson's like his chronicler he writes about yes. this fascinating drug addict detective that he like yes. lives with now
1: exactly yeah it's, it's quite a tale it
0: sounds like girls or something on hbo i mean it could be like it could be like if they spiced it up a little it'd be like whoa yes. and then they have like a gay love affair and stuff too it'd be like amazing
1: that part i don't know why it hasn't happened yet but oh it is pretty interesting, but. I'm yeah. like itching for other things to try listening to, but
0: yeah, I mean that's so that's so interesting. It's interesting that Sherlock Holmes is so like everyone knows who he is, but like clearly, I didn't know what Watson's deal was, or exactly.
1: I'm like, I picture this dude with a hat and a pipe, everyone knows that, yeah, they put on dogs all the time, but it's not... <laughs> that's right
0: <laughs> they do that
1: usually bloodhounds. <laughs>
0: right right because although so...
1: in the first story in which he uses a scent dog it is not a bloodhound they describe what it looks like and it sounds like some kind of spaniel i was expecting huh. it to be a bloodhound so i'm like okay that's weird do you know anyway, the history of detective dogs
0: like when really... they no i
1: don't really okay. i don't really know a lot yeah. about that. But... i
0: heard a story where it was like it was actually on dragnet i think was the first like use Not, no, not the first use. So they had already been doing this in police departments, like training dogs to sniff out drugs and shit. But I think like they did it on an episode of Dragnet and that was like the public's first like sight of, oh, whoa, they can train an animal to do this kind of stuff. Like, wow.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, it was kind of like, heads up, you'll see more canines in the police departments now. And (laughs) Heads up. Yeah, heads up. Heads up 'er ne'er-do-gooders.
1: Keep
0: your heads up. There's dogs around. Yeah. Man.
1: Anyway, that was a fun little um segment that we like to call book corner. Yeah, that was
0: book corner. Yeah, no, I also wanted to mention, so we've done some fun stuff. You want you got to go up north. I got to go up north. Um, I didn't think I was gonna actually take a vacation this summer, so it snuck in there right at the last second with Labor Day and I was able to do that. So that was awesome. I went swimming and now it's cold and I have the heat on, so I'm Uh kinda glad that that happened. You uh, did I not
1: turn the cool.
0: heat on. No?
1: No, okay. but I have dogs who tend to be cold, and so they're like, hey, what if I just slept by you? And then yeah. it's like having a blanket, <laughs> so it works just Yeah, fine.
0: yeah, yeah. No, if you're covered Maybe in large oil, dogs. Like, we're
1: not going to turn the heat on until we're almost dead type person. So, Jane's like not- that? Yeah. yeah, I mean, if I turn the heat on, it's not like she would have a problem with it, but I've found that I haven't needed to turn it on yet.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, sit, I, I have a problem with temperature because I go outside, I sit on the patio in the sun when it's not cold
1: mm-hmm. and
0: just bake for like hours.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
0: then I don't have any idea what's hot or what's cold or what, you know. I think I'm just, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, I don't have my winter fat on that I put on every year. My,
1: right. my thick
0: layer of winter fat that I need to layer on.
1: Just like everything else, our ability to sense and understand temperature is affected by the malaise of our times.
0: Yes, exactly. Well, I mean, we are indoors and I don't know. People People aren't outside that much, I don't think. I, I, I tried to spend most of my summer outside in the sun just on purpose just because... Yeah. What the fuck else am I gonna do in Michigan in the summer right. other than yeah. other than like enjoy the sun,
1: yep,
0: and not be like sad,
1: so what else is on your list you what is
0: what know? is on this list here? oh what? my lord, no, I don't know um uh, what is on my list? Oh, I was just gonna like talk about um. So I really wanted to smoke cigarettes <laughs> recently. Ah. And I did. Unfortunately, I haven't had a cigarette in like prior to that like in a year and a half. Um and I did and um they're not for me anymore. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I really? really everything all the stress was like I really want a cigarette. I really need a cigarette. Like somehow that was going to like help me i and i took I had one, and it was like, "Oh, this tastes good. I bought a pack of American spirits so that I'd get the full flavor cigarette like experience, not like you know a, a camel crush or anything like that. Just I want, do i do I like cigarettes anymore? So I had one um it's fine, it was good. I liked it, and then, like a few hours later, I had a second one, and it was just like boring and dirty and then I threw the pack out so oh and i didn't think that that's what was going to happen i thought i'd keep the pack occasionally smoke them but after two i was just like no there's no reason to play with fire you know
1: yeah that's interesting
0: yeah i uh i yeah i guess uh, I, there's i don't know what would like despite everything being like insanity my addictions seem to be okay like i know people who have like gone back to drinking or really right. want to go back to drinking um totally.
1: yeah i mean that's just when you were telling me the story about cigarettes that's what, what what i was thinking i was like well you know as much as i recognize that it's not exactly a vice that i want to see sunil go back to i also recognize that the times being what they are i'm not super surprised that some people are doing that so i'm very surprised to hear that you're like nope but I think it's kind yeah. of interesting, now you know, whereas it's one of those things where other people might try that and then be like, and yeah, now I'm smoking two packs a day again, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And that was like when I was in, um, so I was doing this other non-AA type of recovery program called Smart Recovery, like several okay. years ago. And the woman that ran that program was like, if you want to drink, go ahead and drink, like try it, see if you like it. And I was like, I don't know that that's exactly the best advice for this group of people. But if you're able to do that, would you be in a recovery program? I don't know. I don't know. seems like bad advice. But for me, cigarettes, I just had to, I was on a walk and I walked by the store and I was just like, I got to just. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes you're just overwhelmed with like, oh, I just got to go do this. And so in, re- in retrospect, you're like, why the fuck did I do that? But I yeah. am glad I I'm glad I did it and it's out of my system. I'm no longer thinking, oh, maybe if I just had a cigarette, I would feel good. And that's not the case. So um, it's good to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's
1: probably similar to the fact that I bought a box of Little Debbie's Swiss rolls the other day. You did? Yeah. And I think it's the exact same reasoning. So I was yeah. just like, i need something but
0: did you eat two and then throw the box out and say, no i
1: ate all of them and yeah. i did not suffer the same consequences <laughs> that you did with cigarettes i was you like, yep, like "Still great
0: <laughs> <laughs> those are good by the way though i mean i i totally have eaten way more sugar than i should have but i've been doing this fasting thing where i'm only eating during a certain window in the evening um I feel good. It makes me feel good. Like I'm not like weighed down with like, because I've got gastrointestinal issues. I don't, I don't eat that well. So now I'm like eating well and only during a small portion of the evening, and my whole body is just like I think everything's working better. Okay, Um, interesting. And I'm losing weight in the places that I wanted to lose some weight. Um, Yeah, it's uh, I do a twenty-one slash three. Fasting, which is like twenty-one hours of not eating and three hours where you can eat. Um, you said
1: you're losing weight in the places you wanted to lose weight, so your yeah. elbows, and forehead. Yeah, <laughs> I know you've been very self-conscious about both of those things.
0: What was the first thing you said?
1: Your elbows.
0: My elbows, elbows, and forehead. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And I, I didn't want to say anything, but I was like, "Snails' elbows are plumping up." <laughs> So I'm glad to know that just switching your diet has. Helped. Yeah. Just, and I can see with your forehead. Like definitely, right. It's definitely
0: waste, less fat. Way less fat. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's good. I think, I think my body is built to like, just pack on pounds.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like if I eat indiscriminately, it's not like I'm burning it. It's, it's gonna stay there. And And I'm old now, so I'm noticing it more. I think, and it's just like, yeah, my body's good for famine, like where it's like it'll put on pounds if you need to. But if I don't, like, dude, to be able to eat, not eat for 21 hours, like, took me some discipline for a a couple of weeks. But
1: imagine, yeah,
0: it's pretty natural now. I I can. Seven o'clock rolls around, and I'm like, okay, it's dinner time, whatever. So I have, I just do it, and it's fine. And it makes like the food. I'm so just rambling about whatever the hell I'm thinking about right now. It's just, (laughs) um, it just makes the food like it's better. It tastes better. It's more special. But then it's also just like a thing. Like, all right, I have my window for it, and it's just. I I think structure for me is like really important.
1: Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Do you yeah. drink water, like water or clear liquids throughout the day?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I have coffee and then I have water. and um, Like coffee with nothing in it, just black coffee. Um, water, I drink my lady water, my bubbly right. water. That's Speaking it.
1: Which no, I have a lady water update. Yeah. So I had a can of lady water from the company called... Shoot, I thought I was going to remember this late July, maybe or something like that. Something about July, I can't remember. And I liked it. I was like, Oh, well, that's stretching it. I was like, This tastes better than I expected. That's bad, I think. I will say, (laughs) and I was also really thirsty. It was really cold, and I was like, This is going to feel good to drink because I'm thirsty.
0: Yeah.
1: And then Jane and I went to the store and we bought some more lady water, some lime, the same brand you just had in your hand, which is called. Lacroix, Lacroix, yes. and an orange or a tangerine, Lacroix, and I was like, ooh, I think I'm gonna really like this tangerine. I had like four sips of it and couldn't even finish it. Oh really? So I'm like, I don't know if I like this other brand better or the flavor. But what was the
0: flavor? What was the first flavor?
1: I think it was lime. I'm pretty and sure. And the second
0: one was tangerine. Lacroix tangerine or orange or whatever is not good.
1: Okay. It's okay. a little
0: bitter. Was it bitter?
1: Yeah, I I didn't like it. I mean, not that I expect it to be super sweet, but you're talking to someone who wants to drink an orange crush. So, you know, (laughs) like that's not... But I was wondering if I could take, like, half of an orange pop and half of, like, a lady water and kind of give I have a
0: recommendation for orange, though. I think Bubbly, the other brand, um, their orange is way better. Okay. Yeah, so if you want a good-tasting orange lady water, Bubbly... I only get LaCroix because they're always out of bubbly. I think people have discovered like bubbly's tastier.
1: People know the bubbly secret. Mm, okay. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's made by Pepsi though. So that's like, and then LaCroix is kind of an independent company. I think out of that's Wisconsin. Probably
1: why I don't see bubbly. I mean, we don't go shopping very much, but we stick to basically we stick to one grocery store in Ann Arbor. Um, I was actually talking to my mom about this yesterday because she said that there's a grocery store near her her, that she's been going to at the rare times she goes shopping. And it's a smaller kind of a health food store, Mm -hmm. but no one's there, you know? So it's like, it's easier to stay socially distant. She doesn't have to be as worried about like having to stand in a big line. So even though she's having to pay a little bit more money, you know, her, it's worth it for safety. And that's kind of how I feel about this grocery store. Like, yeah. They're doing a really good job, I think, with social distancing yeah. and stuff, and I don't feel stressed out there. But they yeah. don't carry Pepsi products, so I yeah. would never see Bubbly yeah. there. Yeah. They have LaCroix, and then they have this other brand, which I swear is called Late July. But now I'm like, how did I, did I make that up? I'm Late July,
0: start- early August, somewhere, something like that.
1: What would you call this if you weren't calling it Lady Water?
0: I'd call it early July. I'd call it early August.
1: No, like seriously, lady water. What is oh,
0: it? Oh, oh, um, <laughs> I see. Um, carbonated water. Carbonated water. Flavored carbonated water. Product.
1: Okay, I'm not coming up with anything. They're like, you're dumb. What? What the fuck are you talking about? Okay, what about just the word July?
0: <laughs> yeah, that'll work.
1: I'm coming up with the one I saw in the store called Spindrift, but that's not the kind of water that I had.
0: Spindrift? They're getting crazy now. What is that, like a skateboard
1: move? I don't know, it's a kind of lady water. Okay.
0: <laughs> Made by Tony Hawk?
1: Yeah, yeah, he makes it. <laughs> I see.
0: It's the only lady water by Tony, by skateboarding champion, Tony Hawk, Spindrift. Right.
1: It's called kickstand key lime. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's called BMX berry.
1: <laughs> I just asked my wife what kind of lady water did I like? Let's see if this gets us anything helpful. Did she? <laughs> Cuz she's the one who gave it to me so she might remember.
0: Late July sounds right somehow. But, but I think it's mind. I think it's just because you've said it so many times that
1: now I'm just like what in the fuck, I'm going to
0: be going out in the world being like have you tried this new water it's called late july my friend loves it
1: <laughs> and they're like what the like, fuck are you full talking? Of shit yeah. <laughs> that's not a real thing <laughs> oh, oh
0: well but okay so yeah I think it's a, it's a very popular space these days I'll say yeah
1: Maybe it's called Waterloo
0: Oh that's one that's a real one
1: Yeah, that might be what it was.
0: Okay. I've heard of that one.
1: We'll see what she says. She's probably busy like working or something. With like a dog
0: (laughs) or some shit. Talking
1: to clients.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, Waterloo I've definitely heard of. There's definitely some. And then there's some brands that are like, oh, we have a little bit of juice in there, but it's mostly water. Um, I'd
1: probably like those unless they had Stevia in them.
0: You probably would like those. They probably, oh, you don't like Stevia. Okay.
1: Nope, nope, nope. i don't really like any artificial sweetener i don't think they taste good at all you can tell it's stevia stevia? immediately yes Okay. Uh, jane bought me a really nice like vegan protein power powder i'm sorry and it has stevia in it and so like i can't i cannot have like the it says like three scoops to eight ounces there's no way i can consume that i'm like all i taste is stevia oh man so gross gross so I have to mix it with peanut butter. What's the girl to do?
0: Oh, that's that sounds good. You make like a shake.
1: I do, yeah. Okay. I yeah. peanut butter and kale and stuff in it.
0: That sounds good, actually. What else yeah. is in it? You put kale in it?
1: Well, when Jane and I were at Costco, um, she said, like, let's get you some, like, things that we can use in shakes. And there was, like, a bag of frozen fruit called, mm-hmm. like, Shake Mix. And it has berries and kale in it. Oh no and shit. In little individual bags you know exactly how much to put in, which we did like not that. know. Probably Jane probably would not have bought them otherwise. But I put a package of that in and then yeah. some peanut butter, my protein power power. I why do I keep saying that? Protein powder and then some almond or soy milk, depending on what I have. Yeah. And it's I'm okay. Going. I mean, honestly, the biggest problem I have with it is just it's a little bit thick. Like it's too thick to drink through a straw, but too. Like to <laughs> too watery water, to, I, just, to, I don't to know kick like,
0: back and, yeah.
1: yeah I don't know it does, yeah. like, so I have to like eat it with a spoon these
0: are such weird foods like I used to make um, like a shake or smoothies smoothies right that's what you call or,
1: Whatever. I don't yeah. know the difference <laughs> I call
0: it a shake it doesn't matter but a smoothie no, yeah no just with frozen fruit bananas um, peanut butter I think that's it yogurt yogurt was a thing was in part of part of it too um I don't it's really such eat. a hassle though i would definitely buy the pouches like you have because <laughs> measuring thought- all that shit out is such a such a pain and then i've oh. never heard of fruit and kale in the same bag
1: yeah they are they're in a little pouch together but so i did learn i have to let the ve- the little veggie fruit kale fruit pouch unthought a little bit Otherwise, the chunks of kale don't get ground enough and they come, oh. like, come with like these little almost pea-sized chunks of kale, which it's not good enough. No. Just, just all of a sudden bite into a frozen chunk of kale. <laughs> Yum. That really turned me off for a minute and I was like, oh, I see a solution. Because I'm really sensitive to like bad tastes and smells. Like sure. I don't like most foods. Right. Like, I just really yeah. don't. Yeah. And, if, and it's really linked to my anxiety. It's something I'd never realized until later in life. But the more anxious I am, the more sensitive I am to like smells and tastes. And if I experience something that tastes wrong for a second, my brain is like, never eat that again. <laughs> like, yeah. it's really hard yeah. for me to be like, oh no, that was, there was just accidentally a little piece of onion in it. Look, yeah, it's like know, so, that so wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that was probably a good survival instinct at some point, but not so much anymore. (laughs) Like, you know, in the monkey brain or whatever.
1: I have an important announcement. My wife has responded to my text about what kind of lady water did I like.
0: And what is it?
1: She says it was lime, but it was a weird brand I haven't seen everywhere. Hmm. Let me think on it. I think they have it at the grocery store we go to.
0: Hmm. All right, so, well, let's, let's head over there real quick. Arizona. I'm just
1: saying something that only hipsters like us know about. <laughs> I, guess,
0: I guess so. I guess so. This early August water that you it's drink.
1: It's just this really cool water you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah,
0: it had like bubbles and flavors. It was cool.
1: You wouldn't know, whatever. You wouldn't
0: get it. You wouldn't get it. You just wouldn't even get it. You wouldn't understand. It would fucking, it would blow your mind
1: it's waterloo she just confirmed it okay
0: well that doesn't blow my mind then it's sorry all right i'm okay she's I'm like
1: i out. made it in our bathtub and i pretended they sold it at the store oh <laughs> gross yeah i feel like what is happening in our marriage <laughs> 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 I'd, be I'd be so, so impressed the bathtub, Then pretending it's a product you buy at the store like
0: i would want to know what her carbonation rig up is yeah, me too. Yeah, how do you get that I'm
1: done? One bathroom.
0: That's cool. I'm
1: like, okay, that's why your showers are so long. <laughs> no, she doesn't do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've been well, thinking about building a new bathroom, like a second bathroom in my house. Really? Yeah, because I want a giant tub. Mm. To just like, like I want to be like Calgon, take me away. And totally.
1: Yeah, our and tub is also very small, and there's no way to change that. No. Yeah. So yeah, we also were like, if and when
0: we can
1: buy another house someday when we're allowed to, able to, can handle thinking about the future, Yeah. we want a bathroom that has a big enough tub for that same reason.
0: Exactly. I just so want that. And I really should have considered that when I was buying this house. Um, Otherwise, this house is perfect. I think I I love my house, but could use a bigger bathroom, bigger tub for sure.
1: I will occasionally take baths. I'm not much of a bath person. Jane I takes can't, baths. I
0: can't fit in. I'm too tall. Like if I was a small person, I could sit in a normal tub, but it's just- I mean, like, even
1: in my tub, I'm like, I don't know how anyone bigger than me can do this.
0: <laughs> so your feet are just out. My like, the back of my neck is like shoved up into the faucet or whatever. You know, you whatever. It okay. doesn't work. Nothing works. Um. Yeah. Um, are we going to make it as a people? <laughs> Let's just <laughs> wrap it up on this. Cause I have a little story to tell about work. Um,
1: I have been feeling the times I've been feeling despondent. One of the things I've been doing is basically looking at what people younger than me are doing, like, and thinking these people who are coming up behind us, seeing all this horrible shit are like, fuck no. And so I feel really good about people younger than us. People our age and older, fuck them all. Like, mm-hmm. I just, what a wasted generation.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a little but bit.
1: I, I saw a video, it was so dumb, but it's like a little TikTok of these two girls making fun of Trump and pretending to throw cans of soup. And I just was like, fuck yeah. Like those I kids are thing. like 15 years old. Yeah. That's exactly what we need. And then I saw another one, like, this girl came up with her own like conspiracy um, categoriz- categorization. It basically, it looks like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but it's upside down. And mm. she has little TikToks where she's explaining what each little section means. And I'm just like, fuck, yes. Like, these kids get it. Like, they're doing their best. Like, they're looking at this horrified. So, yeah, yeah we're going to have some little Nazis running around, but I think they're going to get the shit kicked out of them. I mean, that's just the, really the only hope I have.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. I'm worried about their parents and... um even people younger than us, because people younger than us have children who are like in their teens at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I am working with, you know, just on this small software team, you know, company out of out of Ann Arbor. Um, you have you have a guy talking about Jordan Peterson. You have a guy talking about how Narendra Modi in India is doing a great job. You you have people. Equating CNN to Fox News in the level of like factuality that either of them offers, it's really like this is just a small group of people that I work with, and with that level of disconnectedness among all of us and the wildly different angles that people come at things from, I'm very concerned that in the short term it's going to be really rough
1: i think that concern is fully warranted
0: yeah
1: i think you have to have some radical like acceptance in some respects of the fact that this is not something that's going to be solved quickly Mm. and i mean there's so many things converging on each other now and all of them by themselves are Mm. crazy hardly Untangleable situation. So it's really fucked. And unfortunately the people who are making decisions are, I think doing a horrible job all around and it's jaw dropping to see, (laughs) you know, like to see people at that level of power, like just completely fuck over everyday people. You know, it does make me think though that what we really need to do is refine sense of community amongst people in our immediate vicinity knowing who our neighbors are, living near our friends. Like, I mean, Jane and I, thats one of the things we talked about. we at first we're like, we want to move out in the middle of nowhere. And now we're like, mm, I think we want to move to a city where all of our friends live so that we can get to their houses quickly. And that I don't even mean in a sense of emergency. I just mean like having that, that closeness and knowing that like, hey, I need something. I can go borrow it from so-and-so. Like that kind of stuff is something that I think is lacking in most adults' lives.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because with, you know, suburbanization and everybody like my parents live in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's it's not the middle of nowhere. It's a Troy suburb. It's like big lots, but houses are next to each other. But I don't think that they're friends with anybody or like there's no community out there that whereas here I know both of my neighbors, one of them fairly well um, at this point and um, feel comfortable texting them. Um, when there's problems or if there's just something to bitch about, like if like there's a polka band playing Uh for eight hours, two streets down, we can, you know, text about it and joke about it. And it's, it's good. So, and I think Ferndale's kind of feeling like that a little bit more lately. Like the, you know, we've kind of closed in our ranks, but there's also nefarious forces out there. Like people coming by, like throwing rocks through windows of houses that have like a rainbow flag or, or -hmm. things like that. Um, Unfortunately, when you have a gathering of like minded people, it's an easy place to, to target, I think, as well by, right. by outsiders. So, um, but yeah, that does, it's, that reminds me of the book that I, that, the, the Octavia Butler book, because they're all living within these walled compounds among people that they know and, and trust to a degree. So, yeah. yeah, you're definitely right that that's probably going to be very much more important. Um,
1: It's something I think about a lot. I saw a friend of ours post a lot of funny things on Facebook. So the few times that I like spend time on it, I always see what she posts and she posted something along the lines of like every person I know who is, you know, non-gender conforming and slash or anti-capitalist. All they want is to live in a, a little patch of land, a little nowhere to build houses with their friends. And instead all they get is, um, Um, trauma and psychic damage (laughs) and I'm like yeah that's actually like so true it's so unnecessary so often have driven through like podunk areas we were thinking about this on our way home Um, a couple of the cities we drove through were like this place is so cute it's not hoity-toity like these are cute cute houses but we're not talking like fancy shit wouldn't it be fucking awesome if everyone who lived here was like queer or a person of color and instead there's none of that, you know, and it's just really sad. I would love to have those communities that aren't like inner city, like everybody's living on top of each other. Like yeah. and yeah. because of the way our society is structured and the way we've kept people of color from having any ownership of things like land and their houses, those places don't really exist. And that just fucking sucks.
0: Well, also, even if somebody had the means, like, let's say I could go, and I'm a person of color, I'm not black, but I'm I'm a person of color. I don't feel, I wouldn't feel comfortable owning uh, a piece of right. property up there. I just don't, just from, just the from the political signs that I saw up there, just the, you know, a lot of Trump stuff, you know, there's Biden stuff too, that's to be expected, but it was overwhelmingly right-wing stuff, stuff praising the local sheriff for um, being anti-mask.
1: Right, uh, right. And I mean, Jane and I as, like, a queer married couple think about that all the time. Like, how fucking great would it be to live in a place like this, especially with land? But mm-hmm. we would be so secluded that that would also potentially make us targets. And it just sucks that you have to even consider that. But it does.
0: It does. Whereas, you know, the 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 white people, the cis, white, straight, whatever, uh, pickup truck gun people, they, they have free reign of, of all of that. It's just, yeah. it's kind of...
1: And And somehow feel like their livelihoods and lives and who they are, their identities are threatened in some way. I just find that so ironic. I mean, basically, the people you're afraid of have less power than you, like literally physical power, economic power, emotional power, like environmental power. Yeah. They're not really your enemy. I think that's the easiest way to look at it. Like, if the group that you are most concerned about, whatever it is, whether you're concerned about Hispanics or women or trans people, whatever the fuck it is that you're hung up on, unless that group has more power than you, which is yeah. very unlikely, then you yeah, are-
0: Yeah, it's very unlikely. It's like, yeah. If
1: you're against fascists and racists. Fuck yeah, you're punching up. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But if you're super worried about transgender women being in your bathroom, then you're you're fighting the wrong enemy. You you're being duped basically.
0: They're being duped and then also, yeah, they've the yeah, the big dupe is that it's seems to be playing on people's own insecurities with themselves.
1: Absolutely. Right. Yep.
0: Yeah. And that's Especially with the trans stuff, it's like, oh no, am I gay? Like, oh no, this person's next to me with a penis. Like, what? Hold up, what? what what's going on? Right. I, I don't it, know.
1: It's it, when, if, so-
0: when, in fact, if you knew who you were, it wouldn't be really a fucking issue whatsoever.
1: Right. And the person in a bathroom in that situation, the person who is most at risk of any kind of violence, threats intimidation is the trans person
0: <laughs> right exactly 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 they're not coming in to, to to beat you up it's
1: vulnerable populations are not banding together to destroy your life like that is just unfortunately a line that has been being used for years like i mean even when i was a little kid like ronald reagan absolutely oh, yeah. stoked all that shit oh you know, yeah. It's been yeah going on forever and that basically i think people for a long time now have wanted an enemy they're like Everyone we know is addicted to opioids. We fucking lost our house. We don't have good jobs. Our unions don't exist. Our healthcare sucks. Who the fuck can we blame for this? And they've been told, you need to look at the radical left. They're keeping you back and trying to change your life. And And they're just desperate for someone to put all that vitriol on and have been do and not knowing that it's the rich fucking assholes who they really should be against.
0: Yeah, and then also maybe like stop voting republican like every time. Like maybe put 2 seconds of thought into something <laughs> like ever. Yeah. I don't know. I blame the people a little bit too. It's like guys, how far people aren't that dumb. I mean, how far duped can you be? I mean, I guess I guess you can be duped all the way to just being being just led completely i guess i guess and i guess we're uh, you and me and uh, i don't know other people we know are we are we like on the fringe of human intellect i don't think so I like know.
1: i mean a lot i'm like how leftist am i really i want everyone to be taken care of i want not. people treated equally like it's none of them are threatening none of them are radical and yet here we are like
0: listen we're not that smart either we're not like we're oh we're so above every everyone's so dumb it just is mind-boggling to me that people can get duped that that hard i think
1: well i think that denial is a powerful thing and that confirmation bias and reinforcement of your fears is fucking powerful yeah. You know, I mean, fear is a really re- easy thing to reinforce and people have been looking for a long time for the- these fears to be legitimized. And unfortunately, they've been giving pre- free reign for literally any boogie monster you want, whether it's women, queer women, tall women, black men, black women, in you know, immigrants, yeah. anchor babies, like whatever the fuck you want to do, you can find a legitimate way to say, if it wasn't for this group, I would feel differently. Therefore they're my problem and then you've got way too many people in power being like hmm, well yeah i guess that's true or who are like well i'm just gonna ignore this issue completely because who else are the leftists going to turn to you know like i just feel like yeah. i don't think anyone in a position of power is looking out for like what's really the best in the best interest of our country and the people who live here and that's what i mean more than anything the people who live here are suffering. Are anxious, are depleted. Their resources are gone. More and more people are going hungry than ever. Like none of this stuff should be happening. Right. Like none of these things should be like fights. This isn't a liberal conservative fight. Right. You know. And you yeah. old white people who've been in charge since I was a little kid, like y'all fuck this up. I'm like it's on you. I'm like yeah. get the fuck out of here. Mm. <laughs> like I don't want to hear from Diane Feinstein. I don't want. No, hear no,
0: from no. Her. no. Of course not. Of course not. I don't want to hear from Those her. Still
1: people yeah. who are like, nope we're in charge we're calling the shots and yeah. it just sucks because i really think they're more than anything they have just absolutely kneecapped the left this election and i just yeah i get it i get why people are like they can go fuck themselves i'm not voting for joe biden i get that I, I get yeah that. i get
0: yeah i know you get that more than me i just think it's a little more dire in terms of like hey strategy guys strategy I'm, it's I'm, all I'm, strategy it's not about yeah. like your grudges against anything it's like hey do you like this or do you like that do you want to maybe have a shot at America, like having a shot at still being a thing, or do you want it to not, to just be this other fascist thing? It's like, I don't really think that it's like, I get it, but I don't get it. It's like, get your fucking head out of your ass and just do the right thing one time today. Like just, you know, and-
1: And I, that's the part that I 100% agree with. And like, you can be pissed about it all you want, but at this point in time, because of where we are in history just yeah. hold your nose and vote for this this dumb fucking asshole and then oh then, yeah fuck. oh yeah
0: i'm not but, anti i'm not anti leftist i'm not like saying but, that that's not the way we need to go i'm saying this is we're on a fucking cliff right now so just right? vote for biden you know whatever take your medicine one time and then go back to voting for jill stein if you want after that whatever the fuck you want to do but like
1: right just, we we are in a bad thing (laughs) i get that that. i get that completely yeah it sucks i mean i don't feel like there's any you know good solution
0: our third party system is nuts too but it's like i mean i guess if they get enough percentage they get federal funding i don't know enough about the third party system um and that's my own fault i should probably know more but
1: it's completely stacked against third parties yeah
0: but if i think they get like five percent of a vote in some, nationally they i don't know what it is but so they can they can run up the total in certain states you know so they can they can run up the total in let's say california and still have the democrats win but also get their percentage up so that they're closer to getting their funding and someone's gonna yell at me and tell me i'm wrong but um I, I, I get it, but it's like, where have you guys been for <laughs> like 20 years? I mean, Green Party hasn't been viable since we've started voting ever. It's always just been a spoiler.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think that in some respects though, that that's how it's being framed always as a spoiler when really we should be saying like, why isn't there more than two systems? like these these no definitely
0: parties. but i'm yeah. like why haven't they made more headways my like problem
1: totally like, but I do you think a lot of it is because of the fact that we have this extremely powerful two-party system who has no interest in giving up a sliver <laughs> of their power like they yeah. don't want to do that at all yeah I think and that's... i think we're going to start seeing it even stronger though because i feel like more than ever the democrats are just fucking the left right now Like anytime I hear someone wring their hands and go, oh my gosh, I hope Joe Biden wins. I'm like, you know what would win right now? Giving everyone healthcare in a pandemic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Making sure people were economically secure in the worst depression since the 1930s. Like these are easy answers. Like why, you could just be fucking dunking on Trump and you're not, and why? I mean, it's not
0: to say that the Democratic Senate or the Democrats in the Senate don't want to vote on a, on a, uh, relief package i think for coronavirus it's just we're letting we're letting kentucky gop man hold everything up forever so it's a lot of factors man it's just nothing seems easy nothing can get rammed through it doesn't seem like even trump's own executive orders don't seem to have any teeth Um, yeah but
1: when trump was running for office he promised working people the fucking world did he give it to them no he's done a lot of smoke and mirrors bullshit but he said all kinds of shit. And I'm like, you can't even insinuate that you might give people health care instead yeah. you shut that door right now. Like yeah, totally I feel it's just deflating, you know.
0: You should be able so, to say that and with confidence and actually And awkward. then when you get
1: elected you can wring your hands and say, Oh goodness, look, I didn't have the vote Oh you so
0: you just think they should you should you should lie about it.
1: I don't even think it's a lie necessarily. Yeah. But, like like the party platform that's a shoot for the moon thing that's not a these are the things i'm going to accomplish oh true true and so universal health care could absolutely be in there and people like me who give a shit about this would notice that and it would pump us up and instead we can't even put it there you know so things like that just make me really pissed so when i hear people go joe biden go fuck himself he's not even trying to get my vote then i'm like yeah i feel that like I haven't had a single contact from the Joe Biden campaign, or for anyone who's trying to get me to vote for him. I think it's just assumed that I'm going to vote for him. Which I'm pretty I'm sure vote. I did. I've, I've, I've got nothing. I've gotten okay. stuff in the mail from Trump and John James.
0: <laughs> oh, I've got a lot of Biden mail somehow, even though not they didn't. They don't need to be sending me anything. It's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: MoveOn.org does keep texting me asking if I want a free Biden sticker, and I do not.
0: You're like no, I don't. yeah i i don't know man it's it's a lot of people there's a lot of people that it's all very complicated it's all very complicated i i i only i just think there's one right thing to do in terms of president and senate this year yeah and that's it it's about this year i don't give a shit what you do what you did like last time or you know it's I mean, I do. I think you're probably a moron if you voted for Trump last time, but... um,
1: Yeah, Yeah, I hear you.
0: But just do the right thing, please.
1: (laughs) I also still feel very strongly that saying Hillary Clinton ran a shitty campaign should not immediately get you shut out of the conversation, and yet liberals do not want to fucking hear it. They get furious about that. It wasn't a good campaign. She was not exciting some introspection please <laughs> like yeah, for-
0: yeah 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 i mean yeah she had that she, and even even with that campaign i feel she would have won if there wasn't all sorts of voter suppression and shaving off of votes in certain places and
1: yeah i mean there's that, a lot of dirty shit going on kind of fuckery. She, i feel
0: like she would have won and it's hard it's such hard. it's such speculation to say like oh she would run a little bit harder in Michigan maybe she would have won Michigan uh, maybe 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 not I don't know I honestly have no fucking idea um if if Hillary
1: 2020 and the hellfire we're in now is the hellfire we're in now
0: yeah no doubt no doubt but it is like yeah you can introspect about Hillary as much as you want also but like she's She's done. She lost. She lost.
1: For me, it's not about Hillary. It's about the direction of the the Democratic Party. I just feel like that has never been examined in terms of the people who yeah. lost to a Huckster former yeah. reality show host. You know, like that's... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That part I don't like. Like uh, anyway, whatever. I don't either.
0: I don't like it either, Laura.
1: You'll be watching this debate tonight. You're going to be watching that.
0: I am not going to be watching the debate tonight. I'm going to stay away from the debate. So you yeah, tell me. I was
1: it. considering not watching it, but then my mom was like, "Maybe we should do a watch party." So I'm like, mm, "Okay."
0: Oh, okay. See, could I'm do, not. i
1: could eat enough mead candy to watch that. Maybe. I'm
0: not going to watch a debate with my mom.
1: <laughs> I was considering not watching, but then I was like, "Okay, if I don't watch it tonight, what's going to happen?" Is tomorrow i'm gonna listen to more commentary and stuff about it equaling a longer length than if i would have listened to some of it
0: it's too much like i can't do that long i just i'll read like some of the. here's what i do i don't listen to you seem to listen to more news than me i read most of the news just Mm -hmm. and skim it quickly like i get the gist of what's happening i um but yeah, I just this debate. I don't like hearing any either of those guys talk. I don't want to listen to Chris Wallace. He's the moderator, right?
1: I think there's a few moderators.
0: Oh, okay. My
1: mom was like, um, the she's like the pre-show commentary starts at eight. I'm like, I would rather die than watch an hour of MSNBC pre-debate. Like, I can hardly stomach watching the debate. Like, are you kidding me? I remember
0: being excited about this shit, like, back in the Obama days. Like, oh, yeah, let's watch Obama, like, eviscerate McCain or whatever. <laughs> it's like, it'd be fun, but
1: this now is it's not, it's not fun. Dementia, so let's it's see not
0: fun. I'm not watching, but good luck. Good luck to you.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. yeah. think we've solved all the world's problems once again
0: once again every 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 month we do this podcast we solve everything and then all the problems just build up again and we have to come back in
1: another episode yeah you know know. tis the world we live in
0: it's that's our lives all right laura
1: (laughs) all right neil hang in there
0: yeah you too i'll talk to you later bye